1: It's not human intelligence! If someone doesn't value logical consistency, what logical argument are you going to give them that will demonstrate that they should?
0: Hello and welcome to the Godless Revolution. Today is Monday, June 27th. This is episode 383. It is part two of our discussion about guns here in America. We'll also be hitting a few other things. Uh, By we, I mean myself and one of my fabulous co-hosts mr ryan duffy how are you sir
1: the i'm doing well i mean uh state of everything i'm doing <laughs> all things being equal it's uh still shitty uh, but I'm, i mean we got we got horrible news and then just like an hour ago we got possibly great news well <clears throat> excuse me i think it's uh great news in the interim but we'll we'll chat more about that oh i was talking about the trump thing as great news the fact that the january 6th committee tomorrow is holding like an impromptu emergency fucking meeting being like what is so fucking explosive that they need to hold an emergency meeting tomorrow
0: yeah that that will be exciting uh so before we go too much further i want to say taylor again is not able to join us he uh is still trying to get internet access at his new domicile there in Italy and also has a bit of a stomach bug. So yeah, it
1: sounds like he might be leaking out of at least two orifices. So
0: please, please, you know, keep him in your thoughts and prayers and hopefully he'll just be able to get so much better. So gosh darn quick that it'll, they'll just be like, he was here the whole time. (laughs) He's here with us in spirit. anyhow. Um, yeah, hopefully he'll he'll start feeling better. Tracy's yeah. Tracy's mom and her sister and Danica and our granddaughter Lily and Danica's baby daddy all had norovirus, and we're just yeah, spewing stuff out of both both ends. <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny. Uh I'm I it'll be fine. Uh, Danica, I was going to say, I'm not sure if you'd want me to tell everybody this, but it'll be fine. So Danica and uh, her domestic Shit. partner are, are, were both sick and apparently she had the shits and went into the bathroom and did that. And then her domestic partner uh, also was feeling ill and thought that he also needed to, to empty his bowels but as soon as he walked into the bathroom following her to do so the smell was so bad that he vomited instead but then still had to shit so then, <laughs> <laughs> so it just turned into this nightmare and then they had to have this running agreement going forward that okay the bathroom is for pooping and the kitchen sink will be for vomiting <laughs> oh my god <laughs> because because oh. they've only got the one bathroom in their in their apartment
1: and yeah it was oh. it was it was a bad deal so I mean, I, I've been to the sick where I've, I've gone into the bathroom actually just last last year when I walked in, I'm like, wait, I got a shit and I'm like evacuating my asshole. And I'm like, Oh wait, the other side's going to, <laughs> and then I had to turn around and start puking and I'm like, Oh, hey, the other side wants to back in. <laughs> it's like, please pick which side you want to come out of. Oh, uh,
0: it's terrible. Yeah. I, yeah. I, oof. I hope he gets feeling better very soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, But uh, so you you mentioned there there were a couple good bits of news or interesting. Well, one was very interesting. Interesting. Yeah, one was very interesting. One was good for a little while at least. The first very interesting bit of news was, as you mentioned, that the January 6th committee has announced that they will be having, they will be holding a hearing tomorrow on Tuesday. And they're giving like they're they're out on
1: vacation right now. They should not yeah. be at the Capitol like, complex right now. Literally 2 days ago, they said they won't be back for another hearing until after July 4th.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're they they had left everything. But with with the hearings that they've already held, the public hearings that they've already held and the evidence that is coming out, it is to be charitable, refreshing the memories of a lot of people who, who played some role in the events of January 6th, and they decided, oh, right, that refreshes my memory that I did something that could be considered treasonous. I should talk to the committee now because it sounds like from the evidence that they've already presented, they probably know that I did some stuff. So I should probably talk to them now and try to get ahead of this. Yeah. And so they they said that as soon as they started holding these hearings, you know, several members of the committee have, have, there have been reports in the news that several members of the committee have announced that, yeah, you know, since we started doing these, a bunch of people have come forward with additional evidence that we're reviewing some of it is very important some of it is key we'll be going through that analyzing it putting it into future hearings as as that information continues to roll in then they said okay now we've completed what three different hearings currently I think it's I think no, it's three is yeah, it four? three I think yeah. yeah so yeah so they've held the ones that they had now said they were going to be out until after the 4th they're all out on vacation and then just today announced oh we're holding a hearing tomorrow like tomorrow, like less than twenty-four well, hours notice, or maybe just they over even twenty-four hours—an
1: emergency hearing.
0: Yeah, that they have. They didn't say
1: who is going to be there.
0: Yeah, some recently collected evidence that they will be presenting at tomorrow's hearing, and just just because, like, they weren't planning them to have one at all. They're out on vacation, and then there's such short notice for this, but they're announcing it to everybody, and and it will be a public hearing, like. The only thing that I can imagine would prompt them to do something like that is if the news is groundbreaking, it's explosive news that is both very urgent and very, very fucking important, important enough that they needed to schedule this with a day's notice and, and draw attention to it and then present it tomorrow. So
1: that's going to be really exciting. Hopefully it's something about Clarence Thomas's wife and it removes him from the fucking court. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't that be
0: fucking delightful? Oh my goodness. Uh, yeah, but, uh, so that's very, very interesting. Also, uh, in today's news, I saw that the president of Planned Parenthood of Utah was interviewed by MSNBC because they had filed a lawsuit, uh, seeking an injunction against Utah's uh, abortion ban law that was triggered when the Supreme court invalidated
1: or vacated Roe versus Wade. So I think they have a good fight because the Utah constitution says that you have the right to plan your own family. Uh huh. Yeah. Utah's it it may come as a shock to a lot of people, but
0: Utah's state constitution has much stricter, taller, wider, firmer, Wall of separation between government and religion. than the federal they constitution. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, they just don't follow it. Yeah, it's <laughs> at least it's there in print. They may not, they may not follow it in practice, but in print it's there. Uh, so that that there are specific parts of Utah's state constitution that, yeah, it that Planned Parenthood brought to the attention of the Utah State Supreme Court and said, hey we would like uh, an injunction against this, this law that went into effect as soon as Roe was struck down and they won that temporary injunction. So Mm -hmm. there is a temporary stay on Utah's ban or on Utah's abortion ban for what was it? Two weeks now that that was
1: 15 days. So two weeks in a day. Yeah.
0: So that was just handed down, which is very exciting news. I, I, I've met and spoken with the president of Planned Parenthood of Utah a few different times. Fantastic person. I I really have enjoyed all of, all the things that I've ever seen her say and do. Uh, To my knowledge, she's doing a fantastic job and is representing uh, her people and women here in the state of Utah. Very, very well. I am delighted to have, have spoken with her in the past and, and, volunteered at Planned Parenthood and had Atheists of Utah as an organization mm-hmm. volunteer there several times, uh, has been very supportive. We've donated uh, as Atheists of Utah tons of money to Planned Parenthood. So it's, it's, I think they're doing fantastic work here. They're doing yeoman's work yeah. here in Utah for sure. Um. So yeah, that's all very interesting. Um, and
1: I, 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 Well, I started, I finished today's script this morning. Mm -hmm. I started on it yesterday because I was like, holy shit, we have a short turnaround this week. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. (laughs) I need to, I need to fix this. And I made it a little shorter so that way we can actually have talk and discussion this episode. And I was hoping Taylor would have been able to make it, but he's not here. So you have to talk to me. (laughs) Oh, darn. That's terrible. (laughs) No, you're,
0: you are one of the easiest people on the face of the planet to talk to Honestly, like you're a great conversationalist. You there, there's not really ever an uncomfortable silence when, when you're around. Cause you just bring stuff up and start talking about it. And it's great. You're, you're a lot of great fun to have around for conversations for sure now if the guys
1: at work would say the same thing <laughs> who was that fucking dude on your facebook post that i uh, he was a guy i was in the military with yeah uh, i i i i uh i was being nice uh huh and was just being like well here is the link to that exact study you're referencing from 2015 or whatever 2005 well um, we should probably those let numbers
0: yeah so like so the listeners have a little bit of background what was the post that
1: so the post he basically I am going to bring it up right now I should be able to find it pretty quick Well it was something on your Facebook timeline to do with abortion right and Yeah so I I I it's kind of one of those things like I don't usually get very political on my posts so if I yeah. post something that's rather uh political it's because yeah fuck you <laughs> um uh, but basically, I, I post posted the thing out with you know all the different stories, you know Becky, whatever. Yeah, there it is. You yeah, found yeah. it quicker than I could on my own fucking phone. <laughs> so
0: it's it's just the image that says you know not your body, not your choice, and it's an image of a uterus, and then it has the the post about I'm pro Becky who found out twenty weeks, blah blah blah, all of that stuff, right? Uh,
1: basically, you're saying the, the caveat in the comments. Then I'm also, it's none of my fucking business why you requested an abortion.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that it's basically nobody's business other than the the
1: person getting the abortion and their doctor. Yeah, and the funny thing is, so then he posts a screenshot from Instagram and it says, from a 2005 study for reasons women women in the U.S. Uh, get abortions. And it puts the the Gutmarch. Good uh, I, I I was gonna fuck that word up anyways' It is German shit yeah yeah <laughs> uh, the the link to the study which uh, if you would have clicked on that link, maybe it would have led to the actual study, but it says uh point zero zero one percent uh the pregnancy resulted from an incestuous relationship 0065 percent the woman's life was endangered by the pregnancy point zero eight five percent the woman was raped point 288 the woman's physical health it goes through all the normal ones and it goes to the bottom and it says 92.33 no reason it was elective
0: yeah all of these promiscuous whores are just going out sleeping around and then using abortion as as a, as contraception instead of keeping their legs closed they're these these slutty women that's the gist of
1: yeah. this of this post so i basically posted on there uh here is that study and those numbers don't match
0: yeah yeah here's here's the actual study with the actual information versus a summation posted by some fucking random asshole on Instagram yeah. who clearly has a bias like the person's name who posted
1: it is Ginny Byro Robinson, yeah. And the funny thing is, is like that little, like, what looks like a screen grab that could have been from that study isn't from that study. Oh, yeah. Because they didn't do any of that in that study. Like the reasonings. Yeah, there are no, gave, there's no graph or image like this at all in that no. study. No, like we're like, I do not have enough money to support a child. So I'm getting an abortion or yeah. I am single and I, and I can't do this right now. I'm in college. You know, this is going to ruin the rest of my life. I can't afford to have a child right now
0: yeah well so you being a good skeptic didn't just fucking didn't article. just take that at face value you're like oh i'm going to go to the source and see if what this person is presenting as the the thing that is in the thing that they're citing here is is that actually in what they've chosen to cite here and it's not it's a fucking lie it's fucking yeah. bullshit
1: it's
0: and a so fancy little thing they made up yeah, so yeah. you so you posted that and just said, well, here's that study and the numbers don't match, basically saying the numbers don't match the thing that you've just posted here in the actual study that this other person is saying they're citing. And instead of addressing that, he goes off on some weird tangent about uh, well, a friend of mine raised his three kids because his wife up and said she couldn't do it no more. So it's just men who bail, but that, I guess, is a great excuse to kill a life. Yeah. And I saw that and I was like, what a fucking <laughs> stupid shit. I, I hope he was not in charge of fucking anything important when you no. were in the military with him. Like, I hope he was the guy who cleaned
1: latrines or some shit like that. Like, I mean, we were, all, we were all firefighters.
0: Yeah. So.
1: Well, I hope he but just, I mean, dragged hose. I don't know. I, I, I mean, I, I think the narrative that needs to be changed in this whole thing hmm. is what is considered life. Mhm. Like I have gone to when I like argue with someone, I'll say, so you would rather be more for the potential for life than the actual life that exists right now being the woman. Mm-hmm. Cause a fetus isn't life. It has the potential for life. I'll give you that. But in all fucking instances, it's not a life yet. Well, it, Until it's outside the body on its own, breathing on its own, our U.S. government doesn't even consider it. Well, the Catholic Church doesn't consider it an actual separate life. No religion considers
0: it alive yet. Yeah, like, well, and, but even if we were to grant that it is alive, it it still is dependent on the usage of somebody else's body for its existence, for its continued existence. And that person as as the owner of their own fucking body has every right in the world to say who gets access to use their body for whatever the fuck they want to use it for mm-hmm. so the the question of whether a fetus is alive or not like none of that fucking matters when it is dependent on on its host in order to continue its its yeah existence right and that person can revoke the permission to use their body at any fucking time, at any time, at any point. And it's nobody else's fucking business. Why they would choose to do that. Uh, Prior to recording uh, American atheists held a, or hosted a zoom conference uh, with some uh, leading activist women in the fight for uh, uh, reproductive rights, reproductive health. And, the speakers were all fantastic. They, they all presented a bunch of really interesting information. I think it would do a lot of people a lot of fucking good if we could just normalize the concept of abortion as healthcare. It's, it's healthcare. It's healthcare for pregnant people. That's what it is. They, one of the, one of the people who spoke today, um, Works at a clinic. Uh, I believe she's a doctor who performs abortions. And she went over a few different instances, a couple of which were, were fucking heartbreaking and horrible. Um, one of the instances that she went over was that, you know, she, she, I believe she said she works in Texas, right? So as soon as Roe was struck down, Texas also had a, a trigger law that went into effect. And so she, was at work and this comes down and she's notified while she's at work actively providing care to people that holy shit, all of a sudden what she may be doing is now illegal. And Mm -hmm. the appointments that she has set up for the near future, holy shit, now may be possibly illegal. And so then She has to spend a ton of time the rest of that day going through, okay, what, what can I do and what can I not do? Do I need to cancel appointments? Do I need to contact patients? Do I need to refer them for care elsewhere? What is going on? And then she went through a couple instances or a couple cases that she's had recently. And these are not edge cases. They're not, they're not super, super rare. They're not like one in, you know, however many millions of cases or whatever. This shit happens all the fucking time. To people all across the, all across the nation in states that now they have no access to abortive, to abortive care. That is their right. Healthcare is a right. Abortion is part of healthcare. One of the cases that she talked about was a woman who had, who's, who has stage four terminal breast cancer that has metastasized and spread throughout her body. And then she found out that she was pregnant. So she's going through treatment for stage four breast cancer, knowing she's going to die and is being forced to carry a fetus that with the treatments she's undergoing is going to be aborted just because the treatments that she's receiving to try to extend her life are damaging
1: to the parasite that she's now fucking carrying. And it's either... You carry the pregnancy without getting treatment to save your life or you terminate the pregnancy and save your life.
0: Yeah. Or you try, or you have no option other than to, other than to continue your own care, knowing that you can't get an abortion to remove the parasite that is now growing within you. And so you have to wait until it just naturally
1: miscarries yeah so and if you you listen to episode three seventy seven you would know that the later that is in the pregnancy, the more dangerous that is to the woman and risks even more death, especially when she's probably immune compromised at this fucking point and fighting cancer,
0: yeah, yeah, I mean, just just horrible circumstances. there was that she talked about having a patient who uh was pregnant but started bleeding uh an incredible amount. And she didn't know what she could do to even try to save this person. And so then it's on the phone with lawyers and trying to figure out what she can and cannot do and was advised apparently by her attorneys that, well, You know, right now, as the law stands, you can't provide any access to this person until they are actively fucking dying. You have to wait. She's bleeding now. You have to wait until she's close to fucking death before you can do anything to save her life. You know that it's coming. You know that this is putting her life at risk, but you can't do anything. You cannot provide the abortive services that will save this woman's life right now until she's on death's fucking doorstep. You can't do anything until she's almost dead.
1: Yep. Which is the reason why before Roe vs. Wade, we had a thing called uh, uh, septic abortion wards in hospitals. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because you had a failed abortion and you went septic and you were there. No, it's because the fetus inside you is actively killing the person mm-hmm. and it's aborting itself and they have to sit there and wait until they're near death to get approval to save that woman's life. Mm-hmm. And a lot of women died. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because it, it just
0: puts their lives at more risk. The, the last case that that I'll talk about that she mentioned during this call was that she had a patient who they you know she and she and her partner were fully committed to having a child? They wanted a child, she got pregnant. and And that's the other thing too that maybe a lot of people don't re, don't recognize or realize is that most doctors who perform abortions, it's not that that's all they do. they're yeah. <laughs> they're they're gynecologists and obstetricians who work with women throughout all stages of their pregnancy. And part of healthcare for women who may be pregnant is the option or sometimes necessity to have an abortion. And so this couple had, you know, was planning to have a kid, got pregnant, was going to the doctor regularly. They were very excited. Everything was going along smoothly. Everything was great. You know, there's, there's the heartbeat that's detected. They're doing all the ultrasounds and everything along comes the day that they, Realize that, oh, there's a problem with your child's development there. I can't remember. It was, I can't remember the term that she used, uh, but it's a medical term where the fetus basically stops developing and doesn't develop a brain. Mm -hmm. So it's basically a fully formed child that just just has no brain. They, They basically stop development. I think she said right about the eyebrows that above the eyebrows, there's nothing. There's a heartbeat. computer
1: with no motherboard. It ain't going to work.
0: Yeah, there's a heartbeat, but there is no brain. And according to the laws in Texas, that person would have had to have carried that fetus to term, knowing Mm -hmm. the whole fucking time that it's inside of her. It's dead that. Yeah, it has no there's no viable option for it to have a life once it's once it's birthed. Once once, once
1: the umbilical cord is cut, it's off of life support.
0: Yeah. Once she, once, once this person gives birth to this fetus, it has no, it has no, it, it, it will be dead. It's going to be a stillbirth, but she's forced now legally by, by the fucking government in Texas to carry that unviable fetus until she pushes it out and they fucking do whatever with it. But she's forced to carry that inside her, this, the rest of her pregnancy term, until it comes out. Mm-hmm. She can't get the health care required or necessary to get that out of her. She's got a daily, hourly, minute, second-by-second second fucking reminder of the hopes and dreams that she had for the child are now dashed. But she's got to carry it anyway because the state is forcing her to do so. That's fucking sick and disgusting. And it can kill her. I got really fucking mad while I was listening to a lot of the things that were said today. And right and I mean, and more people need to get mad. We need to normalize that abortion is just a health care it's, it's a healthcare service. Yeah. I've had friend, I have a friend somebody that a lot of our listeners know who wanted and tried to get pregnant for a very very long time. Wanted wanted kids, was very excited. Broke the news to everybody that they were pregnant they were expecting it was a very exciting time everybody was super happy for them planning wonderful things and she miscarried and the laws in some states even though the the fetus died inside her they would have had her carry it until it flushed itself out she couldn't mm-hmm. have gone in for any healthcare services to remove this dead thing inside her now. She would have had to have carried it until her body flushed it out, putting her life in more danger. Or, or creating until she a. Go septic. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps going septic. But she legally could not have done anything about it. The, the mm-hmm. care that she received after that happened said that she had an abortion. And that yeah. was, was upsetting to a lot of people that that on her medical record now, she has had an abortion. But it's mm-hmm. not, it, it wasn't just to end, you know, what, what a lot of people on the right would consider a life, and she's just taking a life by doing this. She's being provided fucking healthcare to take care yep. of herself. And it's I had- so upsetting that that so many people on the right are so fucking ignorant of basic biology and the way life works that they don't give a shit. They
1: don't care about the people who are already here and who already matter. I had, I had a friend that went through that exact same thing and he was religious against abortion. So they chose to go the route of not aborting it. Mm -hmm. He said that was the worst decision he ever made. Oh yeah. He's like going through the process of her literally then having to save the little clump, like basically like in the bathroom Going through the full contractions, everything, and just uh, this mass falling out. He's like, that was fucking horrible. Yeah. But I didn't want to get in. We thought an abortion was bad. Because religious
0: assholes have told, told, told so many people that it's bad. Yeah. Have convinced so many people
1: that it's bad. Mm-hmm. That's, it's... He's, he, he said, he goes, I'm all, he goes, I, that changed my opinion right there, having to go through this whole situation Yeah, where she gave birth to like, not even like, you know, full nine months. I'm talking like within like two months mm-hmm. going through where the body's getting rid of it. And he's like, I didn't know it was going to be that way. Like, yeah, that's why people get abortions. <laughs> yeah. It's just, it's so
0: upsetting. I I just feel horribly for everybody who's affected by that kind of thing. And knowing that there's that there's no no logical, no rational justification for it other than some some guy said that it would be bad and that God is not happy about it. And I don't I, mean, I can't prove that God exists or anything. But if he a, does, then he might be really mad, and so we
1: should make sure that he's not gonna be really mad. On on the uh downside of it, uh the more morbid side of me. Uh, says someone should design an internet tracker that tracks the amount of women that have died because they were not allowed a fucking abortion. Oh, I'm
0: sure that there are sites that do track that kind of information. I just, we live in this really scary time and I, I don't know what, I don't know what to say about it. Like it's, <laughs> it's just so super upsetting on so many different levels and there are a million different things that people can do to help and you should do all of them. All of them and any of them that you possibly can to help those in need. Donate to organizations that support that support reproductive rights. Donate to individuals who need access to abortive mm-hmm. services, abortive health care services, and are not allowed to seek that in the state in which they live. Help them get to another location. We'll be posting
1: Oh, I was if just going to say, if you want to get inspired, watch, watch documentary Jane.
0: Yeah. And I will post uh, some links to different services that you can donate your time and efforts and money to in order to help women who are now in need and in danger of losing their fucking lives because of religious zealots who don't know their ass from a fucking hole in the ground. But think it's within their right to tell a woman what she can and cannot do with her body. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I've been f- fucking livid <laughs> since this was announced late last week. It's just, yeah. it's been a fucking nightmare. And I, I've, I, I'm heartbroken for all of the women in this nation who now are second class citizens. I mean, they were before now it's just, it, it's, it's state sanctioned, yeah. State sanctioned servitude. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just so fucking sorry. Um, we, this is part two of our episode on
1: guns. (laughs) We, we, we reversed how we were going to do this. So, you know, it happens. We got, we get, we get down rabbit holes and we're pissed off at shit and you should be pissed off too. (laughs) Hopefully some of the advice in this episode will also help with the uh, abortion issues as well.
0: Yeah. So, uh, we'll, we'll pick that up on the other side of this little break. Hi,
1: this is Allison Gill. I'm vice president for legal and policy for American atheists. And you're listening to The Godless Revolution. Catholic Church in a nutshell, all over the world. It's these small, starving villages with
0: big, fancy churches. Getting bigger and fancier while the towns dry up.
1: Churches just popping up like fat, plump little ticks sucking the town dry.
0: Thank you to everybody who has rated the show on iTunes and Stitcher and are following us on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. And to all our Patreon patrons, you make the show possible.
1: Uh, last week, uh, I will have mentioned a fact that there it was a law in New York yeah. where, you know, like you had to, the police and local people got to sign off on who got to get a gun. Oh, that recent the recent thing, yeah. Yeah, well, the Supreme Court now says that's unconstitutional. So they have gone in and said uh, the state does not have the right to dictate who is allowed to carry a weapon. And can I just
0: really quick interject here, right? Like, point of order, sir. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) That the Supreme Court has said that they will pass reproductive rights back to be controlled by the states because that's important. They're giving it back to the states. Right. But... Oh no, as far as gun control and gun safety laws, fuck you states, we're going to set that at the federal fucking level. Fuck all of you. That is not a states' rights issue. We, the federal government, are going to decide that for you fuckers.
1: Even though it's historical standing precedents that the Constitution does not say you're allowed to just carry a gun into public wherever you right? want. Right, it's that,
0: it's, that it's that whole fucking thing of oh, well, you know, we as the Supreme Court at the federal level, well, we want to m- ensure freedom for all as much as possible and so we're going to hand these decisions back to the state. We're going to allow yeah. the state, individual states to decide whether women are fully functional human beings on their own who have possession and control of and 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 ownership of their own bodies but guns fuck that everybody has to do what the federal law says that you have to do
1: yep fuck so
0: i mm, okay sorry
1: yeah, So that was just <laughs> the other historical thing but we we had left off where the nra started getting to be the bad guys uh-huh because i i really viewed the nra as the bad guys for sure these days absolutely yeah oh yeah and after the, after the NRA, uh, made their first big win with their presidential endorsement, uh, they saw years of lobbying secede with passage of the Firearm Owners Protection Act, which, if you remember us last episode talking about, like, actual gun control, gun safety measures that were passed. Well, mm-hmm. this rolled back, uh, restrictions on buying, selling, and transporting weapons across state lines. That were included in the 1968 Gun Control Act, which they liked then. But, of course, now they don't like it. Uh Uh-huh. And to pull off this legislation, the NRA donated $1.4 million to candidates for Congress in 1984. Oh, I wonder who they donated to. Do we know? I don't have the 1984 numbers. Sadly, the numbers I was able to find didn't go back that fucking far. Uh. But this, from this point on... The NRA would be at the forefront of any gun safety legislation. Legislation trying to block it. Legislation for sure. (laughs) That's how they say it. I I slipped into my gun letter. Yeah. (laughs) We so (laughs) I'm just gonna let our listeners know
0: that I've only had two glasses of brandy. (laughs) We've been we've actually been uh, attempting to record Uh, this episode for. Uh, at least a couple hours now. Yeah. Uh, at least two hours. We're, we're coming up um, on three hours. Yes. And it's because we are testing some shit for you, dear listener, to make our audio that much better for everybody, right? We're, we're doing some things, uh, and testing some other applications and stuff in the background so that our audio quality is better. better for, for and all of you out in the first- audience
1: glass of brandy before we even started recording and usually I just drink that glass of brandy during the recording.
0: So our, so our tongues are a little thick and our minds are a little slow, but we're going to, we're going to
1: proceed nonetheless. And, uh, we're going to talk about numbers. So hopefully my brain doesn't get dyslexic on me now. Okay. Because, uh, it was after the, you know, after all the legislation blocking that they were doing, uh, the NRA has grown to become a very successful gun manufacturer lobby. Mm. Oh yeah, they're they're
0: very supportive of gun manufacturers versus individual owners these days. Yes,
1: because we got to be honest here, it's all about the money. Yeah. 37% of what they bring in comes from members. Mm-hmm. That's people signing up for memberships. That would be people like me and you if we wanted to help out the NRA. Mm. Well, 50% comes from programs set up with gun manufacturers. Oh, and if you go back through their tax filings to see where the money's coming from that they declare each year, during election years you'll notice that goes up around 10% from gun manufacturers each election year.
0: Oh, so so every year that they file taxes
1: and there is well an election year that lines up with the year prior uh-huh. where donations would have been given to that election You'll notice that gun manufacturers donate more money during those years. So they're 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 basically using year. the
0: NRA as a pass-through, like a like a like yes. a super PAC.
1: Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. And, and if you're wondering how these programs work, like some gun manufacturers actually have it set up so if you buy one of their firearms unbeknownst to you, part of that gun sale automatically goes to the NRA.
0: They get a little kickback.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them automatically sign you up for a membership to the NRA and you don't even know it. Well, so,
0: I mean, that's awesome for the NRA because then they can pad their own membership numbers and report out yeah. to everybody when they ask, Oh, well, you're a, you're a legislative lobbying group. How many paid members do you have? And they can say, oh, well, we have however many millions of members because that's how many guns were sold unbeknownst to these people who may not have actually wanted to be a member of the NRA. They are now. Yeah. Yeah.
1: They buy that membership on behalf of you.
0: Oh, fan fucking tastic. Awesome. Oh, yeah.
1: So they also, as you know, politicians like money as well.
0: A little bit. And they have to, which is part of our political process that Absolutely needs to change in the future for sure.
1: But you know, go the fuck away. We got to put out the fires that we can. So I grabbed a few numbers. Mm-hmm. Uh, most astonishing to me. Okay, and mind you, these right here are direct donations. The NRA also donates to super PACs. So these, this money we're going to be talking about right now does not include super PAC fund money. Okay, so the NRA donates to. So the this number
0: is, so so when I'm looking at the numbers here on my screen that you're going to be talking about, yes, we're talking about these are direct contributions to missions. individual candidates, not the super yes. PACs that may also exist in so, support of these
1: candidates. Correct. So they can potentially be getting more money than this from the NRA through super PAC funds. Mm. These are direct donations over time. Over, so since they've been serving in office. Oh, so since they've had a political office, this is the money they've received from the NRA. So they since didn't have a this, breakdown from like year to year. So this isn't like the twenty twenty numbers, or
0: okay. So this is just numbers by individual candidate. This is mu- this is how much the NRA has contributed to them over their political career. Yes. Okay.
1: Um, number one was Mitt Romney. Mitt fucking Romney. $13.6 million they have given to Mitt Romney. Well, I, that just,
0: it seems in, a little strange to me, maybe. Like, yeah. I don't I don't understand why Mitt Romney leads
1: the pack here. I don't know. And he was leaps and bounds over everyone else. Oh, yeah. Like, I was like, holy shit. And I didn't go through the rest. In, the rest are in order of where they fall within the NRA contributions, but I didn't go like, oh, Mitt Romney was number one. Yeah. Then I grab Marco Rubio's number. He uh-huh. was three point
0: three million. $10.3 Ten, dollars less than Mitt Romney. I still don't understand yeah. why Mitt Romney is head so and shoulders much. above the rest of the pack here. I don't maybe it's the length of time he's been in office. <sighs> Has it been that long? Like he's I mean, he served as governor for a while. Yeah. I just But it, it, it seems completely out of line, though, like how much more he's gotten than
1: some True, of these other. especially once we get to another number here in a little bit. Yeah. But first, let's talk about Josh Hawley. Okay. Who is, he's a freshman senator. He's new. Mm-hmm. He's gotten 1.2 million. At the start of his career. Yeah. At the start of his career, he got 1.2 million from them. Wow. And he hasn't been there very long. Wow. Mitch McConnell, on the other hand, has been there quite a long time. And he's only gotten 1.2 million.
0: Yeah. The same amount as Josh Hawley when Mitch McConnell
1: has been in the Senate for fucking ever. And the other guy who I was astonished by a guy who I think literally sucks the NRA's dick, uh, (laughs) Ted Cruz, Uh, $176,000. No, not even in the millions. What are you doing? Teddy try harder. My guess. Yeah. Ted Cruz is in Texas.
0: Where there's not much of an issue. Not much of a need for it. Yeah. Well, and and that, I mean, that kind of makes sense because Mitt Romney was representing an ostensibly blue state for quite a while as governor of Massachusetts, so. That's
1: where I think he got most of his money from. Huh. Well, that's very interesting. I look at at them as one of the biggest obstacles because they get uh, laws blocked. Yeah. But we also got to contend with the Supreme Court right now. (sighs) which is just a whole thing. It's a whole ass thing. Yeah. I also want to point out what other countries have done. So about what I grabbed about guns. Oh, like to limit, like as as far as gun safety issues or to limit them, especially after they had mass fucking shootings. Yeah. Okay. So the first one, Australia, Mm -hmm. a person must have a firearm license to possess or use a firearm. License holders must demonstrate a genuine reason, which does not include self-defense for holding a firearm license, it must not be prohibited person. A prohibited person quote. What like is... like? You do a background check if you have any violence or any criminal record, you're a prohibited person. You are not allowed to own a firearm.
0: Okay. Like domestic violence, if you've got a felony yep.
1: on your record, that kind of shit. Exactly. Okay. All firearms must be registered by serial number to the owner... Who must also hold the firearm license. And if anyone is in, in your household is a prohibited person, you do not get a license.
0: Oh, wow. So not even just you as an individual,
1: but the place in which you reside. Place in which you reside. If anyone in that household is a prohibited person, that house cannot have guns. No one in that house is allowed to have guns. Wow. Well, that's, I, that's, that's a really fucking smart thing because like they you could just be to those
0: guns yeah you could be joe Schmo who likes to beat people and threaten them with guns and then move in with your grandparents who have a squeaky clean record and they could buy guns that you have easy access to yeah that's a great fucking yeah that's exactly. awesome what we should do that thing here
1: yeah well in 2019 australia had 229 gun deaths
0: And the u.s has that many like what per day oh, don't worry. per week i
1: got i got the u.s numbers at the end okay <laughs> Ugh. I'm sure they're going to be fucking grim. Well, and then uh, (laughs) our neighbors, they are grim, but I'm going to talk about our neighbors to the north real quick. Okay. In Canada, Uh firearms are federally regulated. Automatic weapons, sawed off shotguns, and rifles are illegal to most everyone. Hmm. You are allowed to possess hunting rifles. Or uh shotguns with a maximum capacity of five rounds, as long as you have an acquisition certificate, which takes a background check and a 28-day waiting period and $50. Hmm. If you get caught with a prohibited firearm or are prohibited, it's 10 years in jail. Damn, that's
0: some stiff fucking penalties.
1: That would be very fucking useful here for yeah. sure. If you use the weapon in a violent act, it's ten years to life. Wow. If you don't go through the right process to transfer a firearm, it's up to two years in prison. Wow. Twenty nineteen, Canada had two hundred and seventy seven gun deaths. Now
0: like in a in a, a whole list. year. Like we're, a whole year. We're talking January first through
1: December thirty first, two hundred and seventy yeah. less than one per day. Now I didn't put this number in there, but when I looked at all these numbers uh-huh. uh for Australia, Canada, and the next one, yeah, I would it was probably close to ninety percent were suicides. Oh wow. So these gun deaths aren't violent gun deaths. These are anyone that was killed by a firearm.
0: Just if you're if you are unalived. And it is a a result of a gun, you're counted in these numbers. Whether it
1: was at your hands or someone else's, it's counted in this number. And it's less than one person per day. Yes. Okay.
2: This is Sarah Ponte Rivera with the Satanic Temple's Gray Faction. You can learn more about Gray Faction at grayfaction.org or find us on our social media account on Twitter and Facebook. And you are listening to the Godless Revolution by not obeying the priest who stands to minister there before the Lord your God, that man shall die. Deuteronomy. You forget, our Lord is a warrior and so are his angels. Our Lord sent angels to Egypt to slaughter the firstborn of the Egyptians, turned cities to assault women and children alike, and drowned the world when we were too lost to our sins. God has a plan. And we are to do our part, to witness and do our part. And do not think that I have come to bring peace. I have not come to bring peace, but a sword. It was Jesus who said that, Jesus Christ himself. So if you want to question him, if you want to pick and choose which one of his works are palatable to you, return all his graces to sender then and let your little girl Sit back down in that wheelchair, but do not cherry-pick the glories of God!
0: If you have questions, comments, concerns, compliments, corrections, criticisms, or concepts for content, contact the show via email at godlessrevolution at gmail.com, by text or voicemail at 330-81-REBEL, or Twitter the twatter at TGR Podcast. Thank you!
1: So... The one everyone talks about. Hmm. Switzerland. I don't know if it's a Switzerland accent. I don't know what their accent is. Did I do it right? We, we have the Swiss. Switzerland.
0: <laughs> I like clogs and chocolate
1: and clogs. But, but Switzerland is often cited by gun advocates and the NRA as proof that having mass gun ownership and fewer deaths is possible. Well, sure. If you... Tightly fucking regulate that shit Yeah, yeah. Also uh, in Switzerland All men are required to serve in the military Every single one can, Every single one They're all conscripted Yes Yep And they're allowed to keep that service weapon As long as it's converted To converted Semi-automatic what do you mean? Oh, Okay And only to hold I think it was 10 rounds Okay Uh. Yeah You also have to have a license to own the gun Mm-hmm it requires a background check looking for criminal history and violence and a mental health screening. Mm.
0: Oh, so you, it's not, it's not that, you know, you, you have been adjudicated as being mentally unhealthy. Like you have to physically go through a screening. like, like regardless of whatever problems you may have sought help for, you have to, in order to possess a weapon, actually
1: go through a mental health screening. Yes. Okay. Yes, just to possess the weapon. Okay. And if you want to carry a concealed gun, they must also go through a gun safety course and pass a test. Hmm. A proficiency test, I'm sure.
0: Like, do yeah. you know how to fucking handle your gun? Do you know how to load your gun? Do you know how to clean your gun? Unless do you know how to load? Do you know how to store a- your
1: gun? And also went through practical situations of when and how to use the gun if you needed to use it in a situation. Huh. Uh, You also have to reapply for your license every five years. Nice. So the whole background check, health screening, everything. So like similar to a driver license
0: where you have to go through testing and evaluation every five years Mm -hmm. to make sure you're still competent to operate a dangerous fucking half ton vehicle
1: traveling down the road. You have to do that with a gun too there. Okay. In 2019, 214 gun deaths. Much less than one per day. Yes.
0: Approximately 0.7 deaths per day.
1: So um, the USA Uh in 2019.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's, I'm guessing it's probably at least, uh, I don't know, a hundred
1: times what these other countries have. Uh, I was gonna go more for like a thousand. Ooh, uh, thirty nine thousand seven hundred and seven gun deaths. Holy fucking shit, man! That's
0: that's what like eleven it's, death. Like that's like eleven deaths per day,
1: um, at least. Uh, more than that? No, grab, no, it's yeah, way more than that. Oh yeah. I'm I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's see. We have. 365 days in a year uh-huh. divided by 39707
0: or or actually the 39707 divided by a 365 yeah. I can math <laughs> that's that's more 100, than 108 deaths a day so so you're telling me that in, in 2
1: days we have more gun deaths in, than Switzerland does in an entire year And in
0: three days, we have more gun deaths than any of the three countries you've mentioned. And within a week, we have more gun deaths than all of them combined.
1: Nine. Yes. That's what I'm saying. And the reason why I chose the 2019 numbers, the 2019 numbers was the only numbers where I could find that same year's number for each of those areas to offer a statistical comparison. It's, yeah, yeah. It's a comparison that was not like oh 2019, 2020, 2020. I wanted to pick the same year for each of those places.
0: And the US gun deaths have only gone up since then. Like all yeah. of the reporting since like all of the reporting says that since 2019 gun deaths are yeah, way way increased. Up. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit, man.
1: Wow. Yeah. So in my opinion, the easiest thing to do Fucking vote. Uh-huh. Make your voices heard at the polls and in the streets. And I will also direct you to go to go to episode 599 of Opening Arguments. Mm-hmm. Uh, they bring up some really good solutions that come through lawsuits of gun manufacturers that help bring things to the, day, uh, the light of day uh, through court discoveries. Something mm-hmm. that they don't want you to see, but through discoveries in court... They have to fucking make it known that, oh shit,
0: so it's so it's court cases, but that through those court cases, as part of prosecuting or defending those court cases, you have a period of discovery where you have to present all of the evidence and you yes. get to request specific bits of evidence in support or uh, or, or or working toward thwarting your case,
1: yes. And in a lot of times there'll be stuff that they will have and they go through a, a, a few examples of those in that episode of, oh, well, this gun manufacturer was working on safe, you know, e-guns, but it got scrapped and nobody knew about it until this court case came up and like, oh, you were working on this technology, but you fucking hit it? That like, makes guns fucking safer? Like, like we all carry around, you know, our, our phone devices
0: that we have to unlock either through facial recognition or fingerprint or some yep. kind of bio identification or even a a password or a number combination that you have to some bit of safety that you have to be able to enter before you can make a fucking phone call. Yeah. But we have devices here that you can just pull out of anywhere and fucking kill somebody with, without any of that security.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They were working on that stuff. Yeah. But I also think a total ban on firearms is fucking impossible at this point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There are over 393 billion guns in America. What? That's nuts. 390. That was that was the most recent data said 393 billion. What? There's more guns than people in this country.
0: Like way more. Like
1: you're,
0: yeah. I just want to make sure like, about, you, like you typed out 393 billion. You, that's not, yeah. that's not million. No, no, no. That's, I was going
1: to put a capital B there just to accentuate the fact that it's a B. Billion. Wow. That's, that's oh, not oh, million. I, wow. Okay. Billion <laughs> guns. And that's the guns that are civilian. The, I didn't even grab. That doesn't include any military. military. Yeah. Okay. No, wow. No, that's all guns in civilian hands wow. that are known that have been sold since we've had registration and, and tracking of gun sales. So that doesn't even include like antique weapons that were never on those fucking lists. That that no I that no or guns that people have made on their own, ghost guns. Guns that people have manufactured in their own home. None of that is listed on that. That's only guns that have been serial marked and are in circulation in America right fucking now. Holy shit, dude. That number is astonishing.
0: Yeah. I had no idea like I knew we had a shitload of fucking guns here in the US. I didn't know that it was like I wouldn't have guessed that it was 3 billion, let alone almost Whoa. 400
1: billion guns. That's why I was like the old West Times when they were trying to be more restrictive of guns, there was like one gun for every 3 people.
0: Like like I I like even now that you're saying that and we're talking about it, I'm still questioning in my own mind like
1: surely no, you don't was, actually man.
0: mean billion. You've you've got to no, mean million. Was.
1: No, it was a B. It was uh it was it was a number. Zeros, numbers, zeros and then uh, you know, I still just it doesn't sound right to me. <laughs> <laughs> it was a uh, I wow. That that's I I I think this last year I, I saw that the the increase was right around like we're increasing like 100 million guns a year. That's just nuts. That's just nuts to me. It's a lot of guns. Hopefully, I didn't fuck up. Now that you're, oh, oh did I fuck up? <laughs> I fucked up.
0: So I'm looking here. I just did a search of quote. Yeah, you corrected me. Number of guns in America and it's 393 million. Web. Okay.
1: That my. Uh, thank you for correcting me. I woke up at 5 a.m. and wrote some of this. <laughs>
0: you're you're totally fine like i was like there's no way that there's you know close to a half a trillion guns in the u.s like i know we have a lot of guns but that's that seems like way too many like like 300 you know almost 400 billion divided by the
1: number of people that we have would be uh weird uh like so even even at even okay i'm gonna um wait Dan, don't, don't look at, don't look at the one note. Oh, look, it did say a million. I fucking, I was just dyslexic. <laughs> I was going to say, because like,
0: you know, like almost 400 billion would be close to a thousand guns per person. Yeah. So
1: that's, right. there, there's more, there's, there, there's more than, like, or more than, more than like, a thousand per person. Yeah. So,
0: but I mean, even then, that, that number's still not good. Yeah. You know, oh no. Yeah. Like, like, you know, close to half a billion guns for every that's that's more than a gun per person in the
1: united states is.
0: including toddlers and babies that's that's there's no fucking need for that at all
1: yeah oh yeah that doesn't include it, yeah if you took the number of legal people who can legally own a gun in the u.s yeah it's probably close to two to three guns per person wow that's nuts yeah but that's why you need to vote uh-huh because as it stands right now we there's no way we're going to get any any background checks or registration or licensing or rules on transferring firearms without getting different people in fucking office and take away the power the NRA has
0: yeah yeah for for any of the things that we need to do going forward to reduce gun violence here in the United States
1: for sure and when i when i looked up just one last note on this when yeah. i looked up the the contributions the NRA was giving mhm Up until last election, they had been giving to Democrats. Hmm. But like, it was like 2%, 1%, 3% of their funds were going to certain Democrats. Hmm. 2022, it was zero. Zero percent going toward Democrats. Well, good. I mean, good. 100% going to Republicans.
0: Well, and I say good in that we know that None of the Democrats would be as much in the pocket as Republicans, but i i at this point, I almost wish that the n r a would be donating to Democrats in order to battle back against some of the funding that is being used by Republican politicians here but to do I what they want. that that
1: Democrat also would be voting on the side of the republic or on the side of the n r a against gun control,
0: yeah, yeah, that's true, yeah, it's just. Not good news. (laughs) Anyway, slice it. Yeah. But that will uh, wrap things up for this episode. We're a little over time, but uh, before we go, I want to make sure that we thank our Patreon supporters because they help keep the show going and make it possible for all of you to put it in your ear holes. That would be
1: two skeptical chaps. A noble spirit and big is the smallest man, a perfectly cromulent statement. Alan Firth. All hail, Peanut Buttra. Doug Willoughby. Hunter Grin. Is it just me or
0: are these patrons updogs?
1: Yeah, once in a while. John McCullough. Ollie Olson. Sinead Duffy. Steve Kuno. Stephen Andrews. Theodore Sellen, Tiffany Hudson. Vanessa. Clank Trucking. Corey Ebert.
0: Don't be a Richard. Freethinker 215. Good news, everyone. Jeremy Goodson. Jonathan. Mackenz Peterson. Marvin Dracone. Megan Mitchell. Not a fucking gymnast. The next Patreon is an updog. Utah
1: Outcasts. Wesley Aaron. Zeus 9SO. Janet Uter. Purple Dragon. Sarah Segovia. Savita Kuna. Socialized Healthcare Saved My Life. Tim Jacobson, James and Rick and Morty want you to please support freedom from religion foundation. Well, blah, dub dub!
0: Yay. Thank you all very much for your patronage. If you dear listener would like to become a Patreon patron, you can do so very easily by going to patreon.com slash godless revolution, where you can contribute as little as $1 per episode. And then you get all kinds of fun extras early episodes, bonus episodes every now and then, clips from the cutting room floor, uh, closing song at the end of every episode, all kinds of fun stuff. And the knowledge that you are just keeping us going, helping us pay to keep the lights on and for all kinds of stuff. Ah, Well, thank you, Ryan. This was frustrating, but it's nice to be able to have An avenue to vent my frustrations for this. Like I get to just yell and scream without having the dogs be very upset or (laughs) or scare Tracy (laughs) or the neighbors or anybody else. I can just sit here in my noise-reduced studio with padding on the walls and scream my guts out. And Tracy says, oh, how was the episode today? I could hear you yelling a little bit. (laughs) it's better I can breathe a little bit and I don't have to be like I can I can I don't have to take out my frustrations on people at work or you or anybody yeah. else it's just I've 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 had the opportunity to release some steam I'm like a little crock pot with a little rocker <laughs> sitting on top of it just s- <laughs> s- 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 back and forth and and now it's not going to
1: explode. So thank yep. you. You don't want it to make that annoying bird whistle. It's annoying.
0: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you all very much for listening. Thank you, Ryan, for joining me. And we will chat at you next week.
1: Bye, y'all.
0: This would be super fucking helpful during editing. Like, if I have to edit anything, and I oh, can yeah, just because, look go, through oh, here. Where like, did
1: I say that? Blah, blah, blah. Oh yeah, that was seven twenty.
0: Like, where did Ryan say that he wanted to shoot a politician? <laughs> <laughs> we need to remove that section. <laughs> uh.